episode four of our mini-sode Halloween series. And um, Sarah has signed off for this one. And I'm going to say that that is a very good sign that if you have a weak stomach or if any of these have bothered you at all, any of these other series, you might not want to listen to this one either. I've already threatened Daniel with his life that he has to (laughs) edit it. We're going to briefly go over this next person. It's definitely a, an interesting story from Utah and it's creepy for sure for Halloween. So we're going to, we're going to talk about it. But um, uh, again, these episodes are not appropriate for children uh, or easily scared adults. So skip these minisodes if you need to. Um, and you can just go ahead and listen to our regular PG rated episodes. So far, I actually think these ones have been pretty mild. The next two are definitely darker. So we will get into it. But if you, here's just a pre, a pre-warning again to maybe skip if you, if you feel like this episode is just me and Daniel taking us down a dark road. Hey everyone. <laughs> thanks for, thanks for doing these, even though Sarah and I are too chicken to give you the full gamut of what you can talk about. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, this is some dark stuff and <laughs> no one needs to, you don't need to listen to this. It's totally your call. <laughs> uh, if you don't want to, don't do it. We're going to give you as much information as possible and then you can do everyone. Uh, we're can, not going to go into details of specific crimes is kind of what, what we, we agreed, agreed. <laughs> to. <laughs> I forced Daniel to do. Well, I don't necessarily want to recount some of this stuff either, so that's fine. But if, uh, yeah. You can go do research on your own, but yeah. why did you want to do this guy? Well, so when Jordan asked if I could do some Halloween episodes, I was I was just actually, as I mentioned in a previous episode, there's a Wikipedia page with all of the people that have been executed in the state of Utah. And I was like, I'll just go through that list. And I started going through it and um, I came across someone that I don't think I've never heard this name before, and I couldn't believe that I hadn't after I read about the story uh, around his crimes. And we kind of joked in an earlier episode that, like, everyone, if, if you were to kind of ask the question, like, what is the most notorious serial killer associated with the state of Utah, most people would think of Ted Bundy. And I mean, for good reason. Uh, you know, a lot of. Uh, he's just got a lot of publicity over the years, right? And there's right. the whole fact that he was kind of likable and like, you know. Right, he kind of played it up. Yeah, and it, it, there's more or less 30 plus murders connected to him. So it's a lot. Yeah, but I actually, after reading about Arthur Gary Bishop, I would I would make a pretty strong case that he might actually be the worst serial killer connected to the state of Utah. Yeah, maybe maybe ever too. I mean, I know not ever. I know there's worse, but yeah, <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Yeah, and and people kind of when they like talk about serial killers, it's kind of like a a morbid uh, tally where it's like, well, how many people did they serial kill? Right. Like, and uh, so Arthur Gary Bishop, he has five that he admitted to, and okay. that's always an important asterisk because. Right. Serial killers are not trustworthy. Yeah. I mean, even Ted Bundy, we are guessing 30, but we don't know for sure, right? Yeah. But there's also with Ted Bundy, some people claim that he may have over 
like oh, at a certain point true. you just like you take of... credit for all of them because what do you like because why not right so who knows these numbers they, right. it's, it's a weird thing to do to compare them um but arthur gary bishop five what made him what makes him so horrible is that all five of them were young boys right children yeah and we agreed to not go into details but i'll just say it was they were not just murdered before they were murdered other things took place. That's all I'm allowed to say. You can <laughs> uh, just Wikipedia is a, a minute away. Arthur Gary Bishop. Um, but let's go through kind of some of the background. Yeah. Born in Hinkley, Utah. Mm-hmm. Oldest of six brothers. Raised devout LDS. Uh, Eagle Scout. Honor student. When he was 19, he served an LDS mission in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. But he was arrested for embezzlement in 1978. Wow. Given a five-year suspended sentence, he skipped parole. Things start, you know, you can immediately right see then. a trajectory. that Slippery slope. It, go, it goes from this picture perfect to, uh-oh. He flees to Salt Lake City. He begins living under an alias, Roger Downs. And in 1978, he is excommunicated by the LDS Church. In Salt Lake City, he registers under his pseudonym, and joins the Big Brother program. Oh, no. And although he was not initially suspected of etc., cetera, uh, <laughs> eventually dozens of children would come forward to accuse him of Ugh. et cetera. Okay. Um, once again, like this is almost, it's almost like a cliche. Like when you read about some of these crimes, uh, he lured a four-year-old away from apartment complex by offering him candy. Right. Right. Uh, that's in 1979. In 1980, he lures an 11-year-old uh, away from a roller skating rink because the kid was trying to sell some roller skates. And he's like, oh, I'll buy them. Come on. Mm. Won't go any more details there. <laughs> Thank you. Stomach turning. Yeah. 1981. He lures a four-year-old away from a supermarket. This this line was kind of kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies. Okay. Several shoppers recalled a smiling man standing near the child, but could only give vague descriptions as to his appearance. Oh. Um. So this is in October twentieth, nineteen eighty-one. Okay. Halloween season. Yeah. Okay. Police launch one of the biggest searches in Salt Lake County history after the third child disappears. Wow. Teams of searchers scour neighborhoods, fields. Uh, they dredge ponds and lakes. Um, and then the super, this is kind of a crazy detail. The shoppers that were at the supermarket where the boy disappeared agreed to undergo hypnosis in an effort to try to dislodge details of the man that like. they had seen but could not recall details of. Uh, flyers were printed offering a $20,000 reward. The FBI was contacted. No, no trace ever found. Wow. Okay. Yep. Two years later, 1983, uh, he abducts a, a six-year-old from a park. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and one month later, July 14th, 1983, kills his final victim, a 13-year-old, who vanished from his neighborhood prior to embarking upon a camping trip with a friend and an adult chaperone who was Arthur Bishop. Oh, no. Yeah. And so that became statewide news, that disappearance. What about, was the friend also 
taken or was it like he thought the friend was going to be there and the friend wasn't there? That's a good no. It doesn't say whatever happened to the friend. Okay. Yeah. That one got a lot of publicity around it, that disappearance. Uh, Local police started going through past reports and they found that someone named Roger Downs, who is the alias, right, Mm. Uh, lived in the vicinity of four of the abductions Mm. and knew the parents of the fifth child. Shoot. And they started to put the pieces together. They brought Downs in for questioning and they said, hey, we uh, need some help because you know the parents. And they're like, he's like, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, and when, once he was at the police station, they got his real name and they got him to confess to all five murders. Oh, wow. The next day he led the police to three skeletons near Cedar Fort. Do you know where Cedar Mm. Fort is? No. I didn't really, I've never heard of that. It's in Utah County? Yeah. Utah County. It's part, it says it's part of like the Provo Orem. I don't know. Okay. Well, this is where we need Sarah. (laughs) She would know. Cares about Cedar Fort. Uh, it says according to the 2000 census, there were 341 people living in Cedar Fort, so it's like very oh, small. Okay. Anyway, so he he the next day led the police to three skeletons that were buried near Cedar Fort, um, and two more recent corpses near Big Cottonwood Creek, which Whoa. is another reason why this story kind of drew me in. Recent? What is recent? Like the more the, the most recent okay, of the, probably the two that had just occurred. Okay. He buried it. Big Cottonwood uh, Creek. Near Big Cottonwood Creek, which is just Ooh, somewhere right around the corner from us. Yeah. So um, this also kind of like sent us chill down my spine. Bishop told police he obtained a thrill from the act of murder, stating, I'd do it again. Oh, they, from what I've learned, I mean, of course, you'd have to be a sociopath to do any of this, but they are crazy narcissistic and they just don't, they just don't. They they think they're invincible, and then they obviously just you know don't have any feeling. I mean, of course, but it's it, it's just crazy how they're all the same. I guess is what I'm saying. I am going to say for those of the those of you listening to this episode who are real sick in the head, just real, you just really want to have nightmares tonight. <sighs> look up uh, his final letter that he wrote after his conviction, mm. talking about why he did all the crimes. It's just like the the. I'm not. I'm not looking horrible. at your screen. I don't want to know. Anyway, you listen to that or not listen to that. You can read that if you, if you'd like. Or don't. Or just forget this man ever existed. That's great, You can forget too. he ever existed. That's also fine. But just remember that Ted Bundy was <laughs> was great next to this guy. Yeah. It's, see, it's, 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 oh. it's a sickening game of comparisons. Anyway, trial lasted three weeks, found guilty of five counts of aggravated murder, five counts of kidnapping, sentenced to death. Uh, he selected death by lethal injection and that was done at the point of the mountain prison on June, 8, June 10th, 1988. Again, that feels so recent. 88. He did say his final words. He said, I want to offer again, my most profound and heartfelt apologies to the victim's families. I am truly sorry. I have tried my best to empathize with their grief and devastation. And I hope come to know of my concerns and prayers for them. I've tried my best to empathize with their grief. Isn't it grief. so forced? Yeah, clearly, clearly a sociopath. Not spoken like someone that actually can empathize, right? No. Um, so that's it. Yeah, that's Arthur Gary Bishop. There is a, um, there is a YouTube, 
I, there, there's a YouTube kind of documentary that's taken from like crime TV or something mm. uh, that I, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched some of it. Um, it's kind of interesting if this is interesting to you, I guess. So anyway, that's him. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for really editing down everything. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um. All right. Well, there, there's a mini sewed four, five, four, four. I also want to say I'm really glad we didn't name our son Arthur. Right? Yeah, I <laughs> that thought was, that too after I... That was on the list. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks for that. You're so I'm welcome. i have nightmares. You're so welcome. I need to take some Pepto-Bismol now. I want to say though, I just want to add, it's, it's funny because literally like a couple weeks ago, I was talking to my mom about how like children are actually safer than ever now. Like right. we're all super worried about like stranger danger was stranger like a huge danger. thing. Yeah. But that does, it's not really a, yeah. Like a statistically children have. are like, it's just so unlikely that a child will ever be abducted by a random child molester killer. Right. right? Like that's just like never, it never happens basically. Right. And especially now it's like statistically children are safer than ever. But then you read about someone like this, and it's literally, like I said, it's like a, cl- a cliche. Right. It's I like candy. He's literally just like standing in a parking lot offering kids candy. Yeah. And going to roller skating rinks. It's like, and I, and this was in the early 80s. And so I can kind of see, you just hear a couple of stories like this, and that's enough to Freak just terrify yeah. all parents for decades i remember hearing that i remember hearing you know if someone offers you candy don't go in their car don't go near them if someone is like hey i lost my puppy have you seen the pup my puppy whatever like quick side story uh my cousin and i were playing in our front front yard one day in bountiful utah when (laughs) we lived there and i'm guessing we were like I don't know. I was probably in second grade when we lived in that house. So what is that? I would have been eight, seven or eight. Um, And then so she would have been like three or four. Anyway, uh, we were playing in the front yard and a a lady (laughs) pulled over and was like, hey, and she had a picture. And it's like, I I haven't I I lost my dog. Like, I can't find the dog. And we both just like froze. Well, actually, no, I froze because I was like seven I was, like, aware of that. Uh, she was only, like, three or four, so she didn't really – I had heard of Stranger Danger. She hadn't. So I froze, and she was, like, no, like, shaking her head. And I was, like, grabbed her hand, and we ran inside. And I think about that every once in a while. I'm, like, she probably really was looking for her dog. And, like, she, she just is such a – like, it just such a – stereotypical thing that you're not you know it's like the story you're not supposed to do like she really just needed to find her dog (laughs) maybe but i'm glad we ran inside we went inside we were we never never heard about the dog but all right well thank you thank you (laughs) good night everyone (laughs) well i'm going back to utah thank you for listening to this episode of utah famous To see all our episodes and what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at Utah Famous. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so don't be shy. Email us at utahfamous at gmail.com. And if you have some spare time, please rate and review our podcast so other Utah enthusiasts can find us. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get our latest episodes right when they come out.